Hello everybody and welcome to That Artist. I'm your host Danny, and today Mac is out so we have a special guest host today, Sydney Hendrickson. She's an actress and a model and we are super happy to have her um, just have her perspective on some things today. Hi guys, I'm so excited to be on this podcast because I love Danny. And her, I just think what she's doing with the podcast and like reaching out to all different kinds of artists is awesome. So I'm psyched. <laughs> so um, if anybody doesn't know, Sydney and I have worked together a few times and I would like to say we're pretty much best friends at this point. Um, yeah, so uh, I was like, you have to be a guest host on this show if Mac ever just can't do it. So I'm so happy that you're here. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Yay, me too. I'm so excited. <laughs> so we have a great um, Am I the Asshole story for you today. And it's actually um, involving a model. So it would be a great perspective um, from your end to just kind of see what you kind of feel about it. So if you're ready for okay. it, we can just jump right in. Cool. I'm ready. So the title is Am I the Asshole for Introducing My Girlfriend as a Model? Do you want to have a kind of like a a little bit of an uneducated guess as to whether or not this person's an asshole just from the title. So far, it doesn't sound horrible. Like, it's kind of tricky because I feel like the title is so, like, it leaves so much open because it doesn't Mm -hmm. say, like, hey, this is my girlfriend. She's also a model because, like, I feel like that's fine. But if you say, this is my model girlfriend and, like, I don't know if you're just, like, bitchy about it and just trophy girlfriend or whatever i feel like that's kind of asshole but i think so far he seems like pretty okay pretty pretty good okay so So we'll jump in we have both an original and a couple edits so um we'll see how this goes oh wow it's a lot longer than i thought it was gonna be but that's okay okay so it goes (laughs) so i have been dating this girl for a while now she's beautiful she works as a professional model Not like an Instagram wannabe, but a real professional model with professional shoots and an agency and everything. She also practices martial arts, has a few black belts, and works as an instructor in her school, gym, dojo, whatever it's called. She usually tells people she's a martial arts instructor and not a model. For for some reason, she doesn't like to tell people she's a model, even though that's where she makes most of her money. She only makes like $12 an hour and works part-time as a martial arts instructor. So the other day I was introducing her to some people and she told them she was a martial arts instructor when they asked her what she did. I said, that's not really how she makes her money though. She's a model. And she shot me this dirty look. Later she said I was an asshole for saying that she doesn't like to tell people she's just met that she's a model and I had no right to correct her. That what she said is true, she does teach martial arts, and she wasn't lying. That her passion is teaching martial arts, but it doesn't pay that well, so she models to pay bills, but that's what she's passionate about. I don't see what the big deal is, so am I the asshole for telling people what she really does for money? Just to clarify, she didn't tell me she preferred not to say she was a model specifically beforehand. I just noticed she never mentioned it, and... It was not something we talked about until after I did it. Also, I was genuinely proud of her for being a model when I introduced her to my friends. There are so many comments, I'm trying to read them all. I do respect her 
I do love her for her and not just her beauty. She's a genuinely good and kind person. She loves kids. She teaches kids in her classes and, and animals. Just a very big-hearted, sweet woman. She's smart and fun, and we share lots of interests. Honestly, I am blown away with how pretty she is, and I've never dated a woman who is as pretty as she is. So that part does excite me. I genuinely thought the modeling was more prestigious of her accomplishments because while you may think I'm an asshole for this, I do value how much money a field brings in. When I chose my area in college, I did choose between a few specialties because this one paid the most. I am going to talk to her about it and find out more about why she values martial arts more and I'm not going to judge based on how how much money it makes. I'm going to respect whatever reason she has. I shot an apology text and sent her flowers to her dojo. She said we can talk after work, and I offered to take her to her favorite restaurant. So, this one I feel is very, like, this one's very innocent compared to some of the other ones I've had. (laughs) Like, I don't think he's an asshole at all. Like, as someone who does, like, modeling and acting, when I first meet people... I usually don't tell them, oh, I'm a model and an actress. But, like, if someone else says it, I don't mind. I just don't say it first because I don't want to – like, I am kind of shy about it just because I don't want to come off as, like, conceited or anything like that. But, honestly, in this situation, like, it seems like the – like, I don't know the whole story. And it is kind of, like, one-sided. But I feel like the girl is kind of overreacting. And so, like, I get the point where she, like, didn't bring it up in conversation, but I don't really personally think it's a huge deal that the boyfriend brought it up. Yeah. Do you think that maybe more she's more annoyed about the fact that he corrected her or that maybe he kind of views it as a model as in, like, he's, like, boasting and he's using it as, like, a boast? Like, hey, my girlfriend's so beautiful, she models. And... I'm very happy for that or if that's just how he's looking at the relationship or do you think maybe there's a little bit of that in there as well or do you not feel that that's kind of what was happening I feel like yeah that's definitely what's happening and uh I totally understand how she would not want to be just treated as the only reason why she's important is because she models or whatever and uh The other thing is, like, I don't know about her personally, but I'm kind of a control freak. So I feel like if he, like, corrected me in, like, kind of a rude way, I'd maybe be a little bit annoyed by that. So I guess it just depends on how he corrected her and everything. Because as long as he did it, like, politely, I feel like it's fine. But if he was like, no, that's only what she, like, I don't know, just said something really rude, that would kind of make me mad yeah so i have one more am i the asshole if you want to hear it Uh, am i the asshole for asking a model's friend to leave during a photo shoot because he was making me uncomfortable so this is a throwaway account because he this person doesn't want to discourse on their main which is totally fine I, 26 female, am a photographer who travels to conventions and does photo shoots of mostly cosplayers, something that I offer other than boudoir shoots, meaning that are more intimate and revealing than a normal shoot. Not pornographic, but sexy, 
you could say these shoots usually take place in cosplayers, hotel rooms, my hotel room, and it rarely a, a she rents a studio. For everyone's comfortability, I ask that my partner, 27 male, be allowed to stay close by during the shoot, in another room or in the hallway. If not in the room assisting me, and I recommend the cosplayer bring a friend too for their comfort, which is something that here on that artist we always condone if you're working with a collaboration with somebody always bring a friend if there's anybody who ever has a problem with that do not work with that person because there's some there's some sketchy shit going on Um, a few days ago i was at a convention and a female cosplayer booked me for a boudoir shoot we went to my hotel room because her room was shared by a lot of people and didn't want to ask them to clear out the cosplayer brought my her male friend and i was fine with this He asked if he could do anything to help, and I said, no, thank you. My partner and I have everything we need. And he smiled and said, okay, and sat in a chair in the corner. The shoot was going on and going well, and eventually I could hear camera clicks that aren't my own. So I look over, and he's taking pictures of me. I ask him what he's doing, and he says, oh, I'm just putting this on my Insta story. Don't worry. I ask him to not do that, please, because I have a professional image to keep up, especially when I'm doing this kind of shoot. And he says, oh, well, I already posted a few. I can't do anything about that. I just ask him not to post anymore. And he says, okay, and looks annoyed. Shoot is going on more. And I asked the cosplayer if she wants to start removing parts of her clothes because in the booking form, she said she wanted partial nudity in some of the shots. She says yes, and the friend whistles and says, ooh, it's about to get hot in here. And the cosplayer looks a little uncomfortable at that, so I ask her if she still wants him there or if she wants to contact another place or another friend to replace him or anything, and she says no. He's just joking around. So I say okay, shoots, keeps going. Cosplayer removes some more and takes a few shots and I notice the friend is taking pictures again but with his sound muted so we couldn't hear. I ask him what he's doing he says nothing but the cosplayer is looking really uncomfortable now. So I tell her that the friend is being really inappropriate and I think either he should leave or the shoot should stop here. We had about 30 minutes left of the shooting booked. And the friend gets upset and starts shouting at me and calling me names so I tell them the cosplayer that we can discuss rescheduling or reimbursement later, but I can't deal with her friend. My partner and I pack up our stuff and and ask them to leave. So just on the outside of the fact, no matter what shoot you're doing, if somebody is making you or your model uncomfortable, I don't think that it should be happening whatsoever. No matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whether it's a wedding or just a portrait session or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I think that there needs to be a lot higher standard for photographers, um, to make sure that comfortability and safety of the model and vice versa, um, is happening throughout the entire collaboration. Do you have any, Yeah, absolutely. do you have any sort of thing you want to add to that? I feel like the friend is obviously definitely the asshole in this. Like if I don't, I don't, I'm not a photographer, but if. I was somehow, um, like the second he just started posting, like taking pictures and already said that he posted them and like, couldn't do anything about it. That would be like drawing the line for me because it's like your art, like you're taking pictures and you don't want just some random 
dude that you don't even know what he he could be like posting saying like other lies with it too and that's just not okay and i know with acting and stuff too like i always try and ask permission if i take behind the scenes pictures too because then it's like a spoiler for the movie and i know a lot of people don't want their like artwork out there or their work out there before it's like completed and Mm. everything so yeah i just feel like that's really shitty of him yeah and yeah i just i mean it wasn't even just the photographer who was uncomfortable too which is where I think there needed to be a little bit more outspoken responses from the model because if she was also yeah. uncomfortable and the photographer was the one that stopped it, um, you know, clearly it was very obvious throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I definitely don't think that photographer is the asshole. I think the only one that is really the asshole here is the friend. Um, yeah. And like I said, that artist always, um, condones um, and even encourages having um, an escort with you at all times just to make sure Um, and that's something that you know at your age that's something that you have to have they're the asshole I think you're fine and I hope that you got to keep your money for the shoot because I would not refund that that's yeah so because Mac isn't with us today and we do have a special guest Um, we have kind of talked and think that maybe collaborations would be a good topic we could chat about today. What do you think? Yes, that sounds awesome. So um, the definition for an art collaboration, in case anybody doesn't know, um, an art collaboration is a single piece of art or a project completed by multiple artists making a contribution to the same art piece. And we both have had collaborations together, but do you kind of want to explain a time when you had a good collaboration and when you had a bad one? Sure. Well, of course, I feel like every collaboration I've had with Danny has been amazing. Ah, thanks. Because she's so professional. And like, I, well, I think her pictures are beautiful and they are. So that's amazing and then when i'm on like set or well not set but when i'm shooting with her she always makes sure i feel comfortable and we get the best shots and take like many so we can make sure we get the perfect one um so just work with danny anytime and she always gives back a bunch of photos too so like i know i've said this so many times but every time (laughs) i work with danny it's like my favorite and i think she's my favorite person to work with too she just makes me feel so good about myself and takes beautiful pictures so that's a good experience and I feel like I've had quite a few good experiences compared to some other people I know who've had some worse ones and I have had a few collaborations that haven't really been the best um but yeah the one that really comes to mind when I think of like not the greatest collaborations is one time when I was doing a shoot and it was a TFP shoot, which means talent for print. And, uh, I was working with this person for sure, but he kind of made me uncomfortable behind set and he didn't really have a solid idea for the shoot. And then there was like one shot that he wanted to take that was just of my chest without my face in it. So that obviously didn't, make me feel super comfortable so that wasn't the greatest and then in addition to that I did not get 
Like, there's nothing wrong with it, but I only got, like, one or two pictures back, and he was a new photographer, so he wasn't super, like, seasoned and experienced yet. So that was probably one of not the greatest experiences I've had, but I've been lucky to have a lot of great ones. So, yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, and, you know, knowing your parents, I feel like they would not allow a bad experience to happen to. So I'm sure that has been helpful yeah. too. I know that, I mean, I love both your parents. Um, and I can really see where, um, you know, they're like your bodyguard at all times. And it's, it's mm-hmm. super cool to see, um, you know, that much support coming from, you know, your parents. And um, I'm just really happy to see you grow. And I love watching your stuff and love seeing what you're doing. So um, well, thanks. <laughs> I, I would say that I had fairly good luck with collaborations for the most part. Um, I've, I've had some where models and and again I'm only coming from a photographer standpoint this can happen both ways but um you know I've worked with models who were a little more demanding after the shoot and that has kind of you know come to bite me in the butt a few times um you know along with some more inappropriate ones as well I had um somebody reach out to me when I first started I was 16 years old and they wanted to do like this meetup kind of thing and they wanted to have specific photos. And I was like, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm 16 years old. Just so you know, my dad's going to be with me too. I'm not going to meet you, you know, some random guy. And, um, and, and a lot probably would be different if I wasn't 16 years old and using Craigslist as a way to try to get bookings. Um, and again, this was like 10 years ago. So, um, you know, that's what I had at the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he wanted to have particular photos. Um, and I cut that off pretty quickly because it could have been, it wasn't great. Um, and it actually for a while stopped me from wanting to do more um, photography. I almost quit because of it, because it was just such a, a traumatizing experience. And I know that's something that a lot of other people have problems with when they do have bad collaborations. Um, it's not always, um, you know, inappropriate in that sense, but being, you know, told that your work sucks or that you don't look like you could be a model or whatever that may be, um, you know, that stuff kind of hits hard too. Um, and so I think collaborations are really important to kind of help build people up in the, in the same sense. Um, while also having like a community over competition feel to everything. Um, Would you agree with that? Do you want to add anything to any of that? Yeah, I definitely absolutely agree with that. And I'm so sorry you have to deal with that. I know there's a lot of, unfortunately, uh, on both sides, like creeps. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of sucky to deal with. And I feel like a big part of professionalism, like you said, is it's like 90% of it is obviously when we're taking the pictures, not after it, because it's, yeah, you just have sometimes people that will just put you down entirely or won't stop putting other people down. And yeah, but 
yeah, that is a horrible experience that you had to go through, and I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it was hard and stuff, but eventually, like, you're able to, like, grow from it, I think, as long as you try Mm -hmm. to work through it, and so, at least for myself, um, I'm not sitting there um, claiming to know how anybody else should, you know, work through their trauma with that, but, um, you know, for myself, I was able to I don't want to say embrace it because that sounds really weird, but just kind of utilize, I guess is a good word to put it, um, to try to learn and try to grow and know what red flags are prior to ever meeting anybody. Um, and then that it's helped me, um, you know, with, with future shoots, um, after that. So, yeah. Um, so on a good note, um, I'm going to throw out a, a question to kind of, you know, get a little bit more of a brighter conversation going. Um, what would you say is your favorite collaboration? Um, and let's talk about both as a model and as an actor. So like two separate stories. So definitely my favorite collaboration. It actually might be the last time we worked together, which was only a few days ago. But that was so fun because I, Danny lives a little bit away, but I got to go up with my mom to Des Moines. And I think we got to shoot with like eight different outfits mm-hmm. at this really cool park. And Danny was like super supportive the whole time. And she would like show me the back of the camera. And she always knows how to tell me to like pose my body so I look the best in everything. So that was super fun and would definitely be one of my favorite collaborations ever. Uh, and plus the pictures I got back were amazing. <laughs> I'll throw so. a couple on the Instagram so y'all can see. <laughs> <laughs> and then for acting, I've had a lot of good collaborations too. Um, I've also had some not the best because I know a lot of times creative, well, not, ugh, I don't know, but Sometimes with acting and stuff, sometimes people are really unorganized, but uh, I did a short film called One More Body and the whole like set of that and the director and everything. I just loved it because I thought everything was very put together. Everything was organized. We had like a plan and I got to know like the other actors before and get comfortable with everything. And um I'm still really, really good friends with people who worked as crew, people who work like the director. I sometimes will even have over for dinner and stuff, um, which is Jeremy Lubosch. And uh, so, yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite collaborations uh, acting wise. And I think I still have a great friendship with everyone who I worked with on that set. And obviously I'm besties with Danny. So, <laughs> Yeah, um, you actually have worked a couple times with um, one of our past guests, uh, Maverick. Oh, yes. Maverick is one of the most, like, professional. That's also another one of my favorite collaborations. Um, But recently, I just did a short, well, actually, no, it's a feature film. And it's called F, and Maverick helped direct it. so that was super fun, and I thought that was super professional, and Maverick always makes sure set is super fun, and he brings crafty food, so we get to have, like, fruit snacks and everything, which is a plus for me. <laughs> um, and I just think his work is really awesome, 
So yeah, Maverick Knox, if you ever need a director or something, he is definitely one of the most professional people I've worked with as well. Yeah, I, I told him during our episode together that if he ever needed a photographer on set to just do behind the scenes stuff, let me know because I will make the trip. <laughs> Yes, yeah. he's awesome. And and of course, if I ever make a trip over your way, then I will. Um, we will also schedule a shoot. <laughs> so, um, so you've talked about the advantages of being comfortable with, like the actors that you're going to be working with prior to actually shooting. Is that something that's pretty common, or is it very common for you to just kind of be thrown into a role and not really know? what's going to happen or what your connection with the other actors are until day of shooting? Most of the time it's like 50, 50. A lot of times, like I have the script before, so I know I'll do like script studying and like writing and everything. And I know the like characters and stuff, but I feel like it just helps a lot when I know the person too and how they move their body and act as their character too because I just feel like it makes it easier to really get in the zone as I like to call it Mm -hmm. um but yeah I feel like whenever I'm working with Maverick like you said I uh we always get to know the people before and uh so that has I always think it's better when you are comfortable with everyone you're working with because it makes like even if you aren't like trying to show it, you can tell that there's tension or like awkwardness on mm-hmm. screen. So how long have you actually been acting and modeling? Um, has it been something that you've done since a young age? Have you only been doing it for a few years? Where exactly are you on that like experience scale? Well, for acting, I started doing theater like really, really young. I started doing that. I think I did my first play when I was like six. So ever since I did that, I just fell in love with it. Um, But I am, I feel like I do a little bit more of like film acting now. And um, I started doing that more in seventh grade. So I'm a little bit newer to that. I'm a junior right now. But, um, and then modeling, I actually modeling, I feel like started right after COVID happened. I did my first shoot because at that time I was not in the best headspace. And obviously with being like inside the whole time, I just needed a way to creatively express myself because theater, I couldn't do theater and I couldn't do like film acting at the time. And just as soon like the lockdown ended, I just jumped at any experience like any chance I had to just jump out there and be creative so I started doing modeling right after that I think which would be like the end of eighth grade going into my freshman year so I'm a little bit newer to modeling but I love it so much and I do think it's really similar to acting because my favorite shoots are when I get to play like a character because I like to get real into it and everything too. So. Do you think that the creativity that you find in your mediums has helped you through, um, you know, some dark times with like your mental health? Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, 
I usually don't talk about it a lot, but I do have depression and anxiety. And I really feel like both modeling theater and acting as a whole has really kind of helped dig me out of that dark space that I was in about like two years ago. I was probably at my lowest. And um, I think this just a creative expression, a way to kind of like not pretend I'm someone else, but just kind of express myself as someone else or just express my like emotions and stuff in a different way was really therapeutic in a way. Um, And I think that's a really, really big reason why I have gotten a lot better. And I think I have grown as like a person because of it too. So yeah, I really owe a lot of my like, (laughs) I don't know, mental health and like stability right now to my acting and modeling and all that fun stuff. And would you say that just that creative aspect has helped or do you think that being able to work with others who also have the same mindset as you been kind of a big, like played a big role in that stability? Both have like played a huge role in that. And I didn't mention it before, but now that you say it, honestly, I think the meeting new people and working with people who think similar to me and just want to be creative and have fun. That really helped me too. Cause I surrounded myself around better people than I was before. Cause I feel like when I was at my lowest, I was kind of lonely. <laughs> so it really gave me a chance to be around people that are caring and supportive and just love what I love. And I think it just made things so much better. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of where a lot of collaborations become successful is when there are a bunch of people who have had a really hard time finding friends who think the same way as them when it comes Mm -hmm. to creativity. And then when you find somebody like that, it's just like, it attracts so well, most of the time, not all the time, but um, it attracts so well. And then that's just when like art becomes to bloom in the way that it does. And I I see it when we do a lot as well. Um, Like, I mean, I didn't say anything about it, but that day, um, a couple week or a couple days ago, it hasn't even been weeks. It's been a couple days ago. I was just so just in a bad state that I was like, I, I didn't not want to do the shoot. I was just having a bad day prior. But um, when I got there and we started shooting, like it completely changed my mindset. Um, Cause I also have depression, anxiety, and no matter how well I know a person, I'm always anxious before going into a collaboration um, yep. or working with clients or whoever it might be. Um, because you're always like, worried that you're not going to live up to what they either want from you or think you can do. And then it just kind of changes everything. But once you hit somebody who you have such a good connection with, like we do um, during our shoots, um, it's like a switch. And I don't know if it is for you as well, but it's like a switch Mm -hmm. where like, no matter how bad of a day you are, you're in this just like in focus, being able to really um, you know, come in hard and create something absolutely magical. Um, I don't know if that's the same way for you or not, but 
Yeah, it totally is. Like, I can be having the worst day, and then I'm just around my people. I'm just doing what I love, and I automatically, I feel like once I get into it and feel comfortable, I'm just, my whole day has completely changed. Yeah. So do you have any upcoming projects that you're excited that you can tell us about, or not necessarily tell everything, but just kind of give us a little heads up about what what you're working on that you're super excited for? Yes, I do. And I'm so excited. One of the ones I'm most excited for, um, I know I mentioned before that I had worked with uh, worked with Jeremy Lubash on One More Body, but he is doing a feature film for The Mystery Manor, which is a like haunted house where um, I live. So we're going to be doing a feature film for it, and I get to play a character in it named Reagan. So I am so excited for that, and I kind of get to be like an emo goth girl, which I feel like is kind of different um, compared to how I actually am, but deep down, I am like a <laughs> emo. So Aren't we all? I'm, yes, absolutely. But yeah, I'm so excited to play that character, and... Um, I think she's just such a badass. I love her so much. So that's coming up. And I think we're going to be filming in September. And they're hoping to get it out, like, before Halloween, which is really soon. Yeah. But wow. I think we can do it. It's going to be um, it's gonna be a lot, a of, lot late of hard nights. Work. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of late nights. But I'm super excited for that. Um, and then also... I know I forgot to mention it when I was talking about like the best collaborations, but I feel like I've been lucky enough to have a bunch of them. Uh, but I'm doing a kid's show too called Mr. K's Clubhouse. And I'm working with Kieran Stark. He is one of the most caring, sweetest human beings like I have ever met. He's so sweet. And um, he's releasing season two of the kid's show, which is Mr. K's Clubhouse. And I was in season one as a puppet, but this time I get to come back as a character named Sadie Sparkles, and I get to tell stories, and I have a book of stories and everything, and I have a really cute dress, so that's going to be filming soon, too, and I am really excited for that, and I'm also super excited to work with Kieran again. He's amazing, so I think that will be really fun. Yeah, how did you land such a, such a role like that? Um, I, with Kieran, I have known him for a while. I did a radio, uh, radio theater show, which is really fun with him. And, uh, he, he's grown so much since then. That was like two or three years ago. I can't remember for sure. Um, but he, um, decided to make this kid's show and, he asked me if I wanted to be a puppet. And then for the new character that I'm playing on season two, um, he sent out auditions and he told me, hey, I really want you to audition for this part. So I got to read a, well, I my character read a book to like little kids for the audition and uh, I got super lucky and he picked me to play it. So that's how I got this role with Kiron and yeah. So how difficult is it to get roles just on like a, 
a regular basis? Is that something, so as somebody who is not an actress um, and has never had the chance to act outside of like high school performances, um, what does it take to be able to get auditions um, or know when an audition is or even how to land one? What would be some advice that you would give to somebody who is looking into doing it? Honestly, I feel like the biggest part of the audition isn't even how you say your lines or like how good of an actor you are. And of course, that's like important. But um, my mom always told me, and she's like my biggest supporter, that your personality and your kindness is what gets you through the door and what starts getting you like the jobs. And then the talent and the hard work is what makes you keep them. So I think a hundred percent the most important is just being happy being showing that you're easy to work with and um upbeat so i feel like that's definitely important and then just putting in your work and like working as hard as you can is super important so just to anyone that like wants to get into acting um just try out for as much as you can and you'll get some and you won't get some and that's okay like, I could audition for 10 things and not get any of them, but then a new opportunity might come my way. So um, it does take a lot of, like, ambition, and you have to stay positive because there's going to be a lot of things you won't get. But as long as you stay motivated and work for what you really want, I think you will do awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I I see a lot of, um, like, burnout from a lot of actors. Do you think a lot of that comes from just continuously being no and not having that, or continuously being negative and not having that, um, that positive attitude? Or do you think just the industry just beats down so many people and it's really hard to be able to kind of make it to the top because we already know it's hard to be, you know, make it to the top as an actor. But do you think that a lot of it is just them getting beaten down or if it's just them just having a negative attitude? Um, I feel like it's a bit of both. I feel like it depends on the person, but I feel like once you stop caring and like stop loving it, it's hard to keep going. Like, and I feel like after, while there are some people who, it's like a lot of work, I feel like. So there definitely are some people who will get tired of like not getting anything. Um, but there's also a lot of people who will work their ass off to get every, like, I know a bunch of people who are like the hardest workers ever. But I feel like a big thing is just people... I guess people just not thinking that they're good enough or like losing, losing their love for it. If they don't like have that passion for it anymore and they're just doing it for fame or like attention, you're not, I feel like you're not going to go that far if you're just doing it to be on TV. I feel like you have to have like a love for it. Mm -hmm. Do you think that when there is a a positive to a negative attitude, it shows in your work? Or do you think as an actor, it's your job to be able to put on the performance of a lifetime, whether you do think positive or negative of either the project or the people you're working with or whatever it may be? 
That's really hard because I feel like no matter what's going on with the acting, you need to like get into that character space and you aren't, this is going to sound bad, but you are someone entirely new. This is like, you have a new backstory and everything. So I feel like, um, you do have to get into a new, it's like your responsibility to get into a new character and like do the best you can. But I do feel like when you do have like a negative outlook or like you're just doing it because you want fame or something, I feel like you can tell. And I, or if, even if you like, there's off days, I have off days and I feel like sometimes you can tell in my work if, you know, I, I don't know. Not really feeling it that day. Yeah. Yeah. And so I do feel like it does affect it sometimes. And you should obviously do your best every time. But when there is a negative outlook, I feel like you can sometimes tell. And uh, I know that from experience because there's been days where I just haven't been feeling it. And you could tell. So, yeah. So um, kind of going back to your theater days, have you been in anything that a lot of people know about? Um, for theater, I don't really know. Uh, I mostly did just like school plays and some stuff at like local theaters. So I didn't ever do anything like huge, but uh, I did when I did theater think in like middle school I went to like a theater competition in Atlanta so that was kind of fun for me at the time um and I yeah we won best ensemble so that was pretty cool yeah um and then I just have done like school plays and everything too I still try and do them uh but yeah I just really love the environment and even though it's scary but I like the fact that it's on stage and like anything can happen because I know with film uh you can there's like you can have other takes but this one like anything can happen and you don't it's different every single night and I also think it's fun with theater just to be like super big and out there because I love to be, like, super dramatic and everything. (laughs) So, kind of going back, you said that you won Best Ensemble. Have you or any of your other projects won awards or recognitions? Um, I know I've done, like, I've had short films that have gone to, like, film festivals. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know if they've won anything. I think... Wait, okay. No, actually, the one one I did with Maverick, which was called Stay at Home Dad, has gone to several film festivals, like, all around the world, which is super cool. And it's won some awards, too, for, uh, like, best short film. So that's really cool. And then I think some other uh, short films I've done with Maverick have gone to a bunch of different film festivals. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, So kind of looking at your career as a whole, did you always have support from your family or was that something that 
it kind of had to take a while to kind of allow them to be able to see how passionate you are about it. Because for me, photography was always something that I loved about kind of the same age when you started, but my parents didn't really see how big of a part it became in my life until further down the road. So was that the same with you or did you have a really strong support system from the beginning? I am very fortunate to have my parents that have supported me from the very beginning with like anything I do. Like even with school and friends, uh, my parents are awesome and they do a lot for me. So uh, they've always really supported acting and everything. And they work really hard too to find, sometimes my mom will help me find like auditions or stuff. And um, for both photo shoots and acting, my mom is really cool and likes to make a lot of different costumes. So she's always been super supportive in that way. And because I'm only 16, I'm just now driving, but my parents will like drive me places and always stay with me and come with me to shoots because they want to make sure it's safe and everything, which I definitely appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I've already said it once, but I'll say it again. I love your parents <laughs> so much. Um, I mean, I've, I've worked with a lot of people who, you know, of all ages, um, anywhere from, like, young kids to older adults. And I don't think that I have ever, like, worked with somebody that has such an amazing support system from their parents, especially. Um, and, yeah, I just love them. <laughs> that's all I can say. I, I love them. Um, do you think that um, that support has been a big contributor for your success in getting these roles or, um, you know, having a successful photo shoot? Do you think that um, you would be where you are today if you didn't have that success? Oh, I would not be here if I didn't have that support system. Uh like, not only are my parents just there for everything and, like, help me with everything, but they give me someone to run lines with, which is really nice as an only child. And they, I really appreciate it that they're, like, they will give me advice on how to say something or if I said something and I, like, didn't do it the best, they'll be like, oh, that sucks, do it again. But they're, like, super nice about it and always uh, help me get better, which I do not think I would be as like where I am right now if it weren't for them. And then for photo shoots, my mom is always like sending me pose ideas. And uh, it's really funny to watch because when my dad comes to photo shoots, he'll be like my mom and my dad and even my grandma. My grandma's super supportive too. But they'll just be in the back like making poses. <laughs> and sometimes I'll look back and just see my dad posing all fabulous and it's like <laughs> I just love that about them I haven't seen your dad but I know I, I've caught your mom doing it a couple times and is is the cutest thing ever um yeah I mean just on the shoots that we have worked with together your parents have been so um involved in the shoots as well um you know for anybody listening her mom just this, a few days ago her mom brought like her whole wardrobe and as we were shooting set every single piece out so then we can uh make choices about how we want to kind of go throughout the um the shoot and i i thought that was so cool like 
Courtney has kind of taken on like a, a styling role um, in our shoots. And so she's just as much as a collaborator than we are. Um, and then I've recently on this past shoot, I've, I've met your grandma too. And she's a sweetheart. I love your grandma as well. Um, I just want you guys to all adopt me and <laughs> be a part of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the amount of support that even I've just seen with our own collaborations has been like truly amazing. Um, like I said, I, I have people who will bring friends or whatever, and they're always just kind of sitting in the corner on their phones. Um, you know, not really cheering them on or helping in any sort of way. Um, or, or I get the ones that are like, so like just in your face, taking pictures as like, you're trying to shoot too. Um, but I think that your, your parents, your whole family, um, has like that perfect middle where they, they want you to do the best you possibly can through, you know, supporting you in, you know, however you need, but also not being like, stepping in front of me in front of my lens um taking pictures themselves or anything like that so um yeah i i'll say, i'll just say it again i love you i love your family <laughs> but um so when you turn 18 what do you think what do you want to change when it comes to um like the roles you play do you want to have more of a mature role uh, in sophistication um like what, what would you like to do differently? Or do you want anything to change? Do you kind of want to continue doing what you're doing now, or maybe add like genres to your, your list of, um, you know, like your IMDB or what, what exactly do you see yourself as long-term? I know this kind of sounds boring, but I kind of just want to keep on going with what I'm doing and, like, I've talked about this before, and even when I'm 18, I will probably still bring my parents to, like, absolutely. every shoot. Oh, absolutely. You have to. <laughs> yes, because I just, I don't know. Not only are they, like, make sure, like, the person I'm working with is um, safe and, like, being respectful of my body and everything, uh, but they just help me carry stuff, too. And, like you said, my mom will lay out all the clothes and... She'll do my makeup and my hair and everything. So um, I will definitely do that. And then when I am older, um, I still want to stay, like, classy. I probably would maybe do, like, um, like, hopefully I do have goals to be, like, I think it would be really cool to be in a, like, movie that would be at, like, the theaters. Because I've done movies that have, like, premiered theaters and stuff. Uh, but, like, my goal would probably be in, like, a Netflix film or something. Like, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then for, I don't know if I said this yet, but I think for, like, modeling and stuff, I would probably uh, be open to, like, doing, like, bridal shoots and stuff like that. I would not, I, I still, like, when I'm older, I probably would not do boudoir or anything. Like, nothing mm -hmm. against it, but it's just, like, for myself. Yeah, absolutely. That I, do but um yeah definitely I just want to keep on growing and learning and getting better and everything. yeah yeah and and when I was asking that I wasn't wondering that or anything like that just wanted to throw that out there um I was just kind of more of like if you wanted to take on more mature roles um in the sense of um 
you know, you, you are working um, on a kid's show, which is awesome. I just didn't know if anything kind of um, you wanted like a change once you turned 18 and became officially an adult. Um, just wanted yeah. to throw that out there. I wasn't asking <laughs> anything like that. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. I didn't think so. as, as soon as I said it, I was like, I should probably clarify just in case. Um, <laughs> no, you're totally <laughs> But um, so do you think that it is easier as an underage actor or as, you know, an adult actor to find roles? Or do you think that it's pretty even based on... Um, the oppor- based on the opportunities that you might have for potential auditions and potential roles? I feel like at my age, uh, it is a little bit trickier than like when you turn 18, because I know a lot of people will like not, especially for acting, not as much for modeling, but they will not work with you if you're not over 18, because they'll like want someone to play a 16 year old like a 15 year old, but they have to be 18. So that I feel like makes it a little bit trickier um, because then you don't have to do like all the contracts and stuff. And even for modeling too, I feel like once you're 18, some more stuff open up. Like actually speaking of that, I had an experience today and I was supposed to, uh, I was supposed to model for like this TV show, like creator series, but uh, and they wanted me to come down and, like, do the shooting and stuff for it. But then they were, like, they re- well, they knew that I was younger. But then they, like, actually realized that I wasn't 18 yet. And then they just didn't want to deal with all that stuff. So I feel like there are some stuff where it's, like, oh, if you were still a minor, they don't want to deal with doing all the contracts and stuff like that, which kind of sucks. But um, it's okay. And not as much now. But I feel like when I was in middle school and like maybe like a year younger, uh, it's kind of that awkward stage. And well, even now, I guess, but it's you're not an adult, but you're not a kid. So it's hard to like find there aren't as many roles for teenagers as there are for like adults and kids, because a lot of them it's like 11 or 20. And it's like, well, I guess I don't know. It's like 11 or 30. And it's like, I don't know. That makes it a little (laughs) bit tricky, too. But do you think that there's um, still some prejudice in the film industry for younger actors thinking maybe they're not as experienced, so they're not going to do as well? Do you think there's a lot of that still kind of going on in both industries, in both modeling and acting? Yeah, I feel like it is like that sometimes. I feel like it's a little bit more prominent in like acting industries, um, but I guess that's just because they, I feel like, I guess they think we're, since we're younger, we're less experienced, which makes sense, but I don't know if it's always true, because I've, like, met people who are, like, really young, which are, like, super, super good and stuff, so I feel like a little bit, um, I feel like in the recent years, it's gotten a lot better, though, uh, I think it's better than it used to be, so that's good, yeah. So as we're getting ready to wrap up, because I know you need to get to work, um, what would be some advice that you would give to somebody who wants to start in either modeling or acting? Um, and 
why do you think that would be the advice that is most important for people to know? Um, I would probably say just be kind to everyone because it's, I know everybody says it, but it is about who you know a lot. So just treat everyone with respect, even if they're may not be the best photographer, like the best director, like newer to it, you still have to, yes, to get in there somehow. So just be open to opportunities as long as you feel comfortable and they're not making you do things you don't want to do. Um, just don't be afraid to try things. Don't be afraid to audition for stuff, even if you think there's like, oh, there's no way I'd ever get that role. Like just, just show, like be confident and like, I don't know, just stay motivated and stay like eager just to get yourself out there and everything. Yeah. Do you think that um, like networking, even if you don't feel like you have a good connection with a director or another cast member, do you think keeping kind is going to help you in the future because you do have that networking resource? Yeah, I do think like even if there is a director you worked with and it's like not the best experience as long as long as they're not making you uncomfortable or like being creepy or anything. If they're being creepy or weird, then you have total like definitely be rude to them and like do whatever you need to do. But uh I think it's important just to treat everyone and don't talk about other people like don't put down other actors don't say that like oh their performance sucked or like say stuff about like other models saying that they like suck at posing or stuff because um i feel like you just need to be supportive of the other people doing exactly what they're doing and doing exactly what you're doing like it's what you love it's what they love and I feel like a lot of people get way too competitive and there's nothing wrong with being competitive, but when you start putting down other people to build yourself up, that isn't going to work. Yeah. And would you say that's the same advice you would give to somebody who wants to start modeling or do you have anything that you would like to add model specific? Yeah. I'd say that mostly for people who like want to start modeling too. Cause I know there are some people who might like want to, talk about others to make themselves seem better but that is not gonna help um and just like with photographers too like respect yourself too it's important to if you don't feel comfortable with something like absolutely it's you can totally say that you're not comfortable with it it's totally fine too so I think that's a big thing for modeling and acting both people um like, I wish people could speak up more if something makes them uncomfortable or just doesn't sit right with them. Yeah. Um, where can our listeners find you? Like, do you have any social media that they can go follow? Yes, I do. Um, I have Instagram, and it is sydney underscore joe underscore one, two, three. I know it's kind of silly, but I made it a long time ago. <laughs> um, and then I have Facebook, too, because uh, I'm a grandma, and I honestly use Facebook a lot. But that's just Sydney Hendrickson. Um, and 
my another thing about my parents being super supportive i know we're like done talking about that but my dad's a computer engineer and he made me a website so i have a website called sydneyhendrickson.com and it's currently like not done yet but yeah that'll be fun yeah definitely be on the lookout for it um if you go look at any of my social media handles i am trying to get some more tiktoks up but I do have a couple of TikToks that I did with Cindy, too, if you want to go back and look at some of our other collaborations. So go check her out. Go give her a follow. Make sure you're giving her some some support. Um, and reach out, maybe. You know, say hi. I, I know she likes to say hi to people. And so, um, yeah. <laughs> so, well, thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate you as a guest host. And maybe in the future, we can have you back. Thank you so much. I had such an awesome time. This was so fun. Okay, so at the end of all of our episodes, um, we go, okay, bye. So do you want to help me close out this episode? Yes. Okay, ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.